cheap pleasures for this soul. Mix that with that Novocaine. Now my feelings, now my thoughts. Why you think I'm not? Like to welcome you guys back to the motherfucking High Coast Podcast. I go by Sosa Godfrey. Yeah. It's move, babe. The sound man is in the back. He has no name but sound man. No name but sound man. Welcome to the motherfucking podcast, niggas. like to welcome you guys to another episode of the High Codes Podcast. This episode, we have a good guest with us, a good man, a creative Yo, man. Hey. A creative man. Tattoos, art, all that good stuff. We have Nick Creative. Hey, how y'all doing? What's, What's going, going on? on? Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming through. We've been trying to make this happen for a while, so I'm glad we finally yeah. got to link this up one time. Yeah, bro, I came the first chance I could, for real. I you know what I mean? Definitely appreciate that. I'm all for networking, all for, you know what I mean, just notching each brand forward any chance we could. You know what I mean? Working together and all. Getting right to it. Speaking of brands, you have on a shirt sick. Yeah, that talk to us. Talk to us about you know what, what I'm saying. We ain't recording, but <laughs> we recording, so yeah. we can definitely talk about sick a little bit. Yeah, let, let us know the people or the people <laughs> let, let them know what sick is about. All right, um, sick definitely stands for seriously innovative creative crafts, and I really pat myself on the innovative and creative part of it. Mm. Like you can see, um. The S is kind of a pencil and a finger. You know, everything is driven with my hands and ass. So I kind of, you know, incorporate a lot of things with that, you know, hand, eye, and mind, you know, because that kind of drives the creative, you know, drive that I do every day. Even though in sick, it's not just tattoos. It's not just paintings. I try to just, you know, knock on the door of every medium for real, for the most part. You know, I've tried every painting, every... You know, from oil to acrylic, mm-hmm. you know, I've done uh, tattoos, man. I've done, you know, murals, you know, I've now done watercolor. The, the 3D jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then that's just how my style come across. Because mm-hmm. I, I just put a lot of depth into my in, in everything that I do Because so. when we first met you at the uh, Statue Gang <laughs> pop-up jump, yeah. we was just like, we had the table right across from you. So we was like, we saw you setting up, and we was just like, kill. Like, yeah, so, yeah. You know, just saying, like he's way more prepared than we got. I mean, and then, and then you just like, and then like, but that was just a closed part, and then you went back out, came in there with the artwork, and we yeah. were just like, oh shit! And I was just like, I wonder if you do all this shit yourself, man. And then we and got I to rap to you, and then we were just like, yeah, yeah, and, and that's another thing I do. Um, I basically started, you know, my whole business and everything just off my face for real. You know, I used to be, I ain't going to brag, but I used to be a five-star athlete. You know what I'm saying? I used to put the ball in the hoop. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, down the line, it was, you know, other things in store for me. It was uh, more opportunities at stake. You know, Mm -hmm. things ain't go how I wanted it to. You know, the whole hoop dream yeah. story, mm-hmm. you know. You know what happens, you know. Real nigga hood. But real nigga hood. Real nigga hood. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what it's about. Injuries, <laughs> mm-hmm. throwing your body on the line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with some shawty, you show me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, baby. It, it happens. 
happens. Life happens, yeah, bro. It, happens. it smack you, and sometimes it smack you quick. Mm-hmm. So when it happens, man, it's it's imperative that you bounce back and just and just you know stay on that track or whatever your one track you want to do. In my instance, it was you know not trying to do the JUCO route and not trying to you know uh, just keep chasing this game that's kept me broke for years. You mm-hmm. know, just in the gym every off season trying to you know play any game. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was broke in high school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Basketball, the sports, you know it. Uh, it's life consuming. So it's just like kind of after high school. That's when I like really start dabbling into the tattoo thing for real. I used to really customize a lot of things at first, like in class, like mm. just doodling for the most part. You know, I used to sketch and doodle a lot. Not to cut you off right quick, but most of your tattoos, like you freehand or you like, you, yeah, you um, draw the uh, now and then put the stencil down? Um, either way it go, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But for the most part, I am drawing everything. So okay. if I do do the stencil, I'm sketching it up first, mm-hmm. and then I'm tracing my my sketch. Okay. If I'm freehanding, you know, that's straight uh, mine mm-hmm. to the skin. You know, that's straight, like, oneness, you know what I'm saying? Which one you like more? Um... I feel like when you sketch and stencil, it provide a little bit more detail, okay. and you could, you know, look at it in a different light for real. You know, um, not shining anything from freehanding, but you could take your time and do the same thing with freehanding too. But I do feel like stencil do provide a little bit more detail for real. How yeah. long have you been in the tattoo game? You said after high school, but for you, how long has that actually been? Man, six started in 2012. Okay. Six started in 2012. Okay. Um, that's when I graduated high school. I graduated high school in 2012. And uh, I was actually about to be a physical therapist. Okay. That's like what I was thinking I wanted to do. I wanted to stay by the game and wanted to stay by the, the culture. Mm-hmm. Be connected any way possible. Yeah, but... You know, the root of that was nothing I wanted to do. Mm. You know what I mean? I wanted to get right to just, you know, uh, helping people and just being a part of the team and whatever, you know, on a professional level. But down the line, that quickly changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never been, not saying, like, I had terrible grades, but school never really it wasn't you know, for you it wasn't really you know yeah, what I mean creative. I was a 2.7 kind of guy mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, enough to stay on the team enough to stay on the team <laughs> and I'm thankful for that you I, know I understand man I understand like <laughs> things like that kind of still installed in you you know that's what I mean true. preparation mm-hmm. you know is is heavy in what I still do now mm-hmm. you know what I mean and practice, you know, oh. preparation, all that shit, kind of. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, Can we cuss on you? No, yeah, dude, yeah, fuck you up. Just self, self own. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Y'all self made bosses. Y'all, y'all can say that. Hell yeah, I was. All the time, baby. And two times on Sunday. You went to full sale. I saw that. Yeah, man. How was that experience to like your growth as an artist and, you know, just your business and all that? Man, Full Sail changed my whole life in that perspective. Um, that's another thing that happened when I got out of high school. I uh, kind of had got a machine and was dabbling with the tattoos for a while. Um, I had a lot of support starting because they kind of knew my... They knew I was crafty, but yeah. it's like I never really finished a lot of work. You know, it was just something that I just slightly did. But uh, somebody approached me with Full Sail, knowing that I uh, drew a lot. And when I went down there, I just kind of checked out the campus and all that. Uh, went down there, and they 
kind of fit me in a good suit mm-hmm. um telling me that digital arts and design would be great for my longevity as an artist um i went down there thinking just computer animation but that kind of narrows your scope to just being a computer animator <laughs> digital arts and design allowed me to be a, a computer animator a coder you know what i mean a brander photographer you know audio engineer you know uh visual effects a lot of different hats under a digital arts designer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't even know that. Photoshop. I didn't even, I'm, I'm about to say, I'm, I'm learning something right now. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't realize all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't that. even, brother. I, I didn't even. I didn't even have a. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, I never even had a there. MacBook right. before I went there, bro. I never even had my own computer. Like, let alone to know how to code now and to flat out make you all logos or make you guys a t shirt or no print, no, you know, digital layout. Just like the basics and like the understanding of it, concepts. Entertainment with um, visual, flat out, straight like that. You know, visual artists. And that's just my hat in a nutshell. Now I was yeah. I've been to Orlando maybe once or twice. I know full so how was <laughs> how was that experience, uh, the Orlando experience and what that meant to <laughs> sort of your creative being or or not? Man. Uh Florida's a different monster in itself, <laughs> bruh. Florida's like its own like country besides America. Mm-hmm. And if you say that is America for real, like KK America, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Like it, I mean it's a lot of it's a lot with Florida, bro, but I had fun. I had fun. I was down there three years, three and a half. Um I took the extended route okay. at full sale. You could do two years or three and a half. I took three and a half because like I said, I never branded did nothing with a computer. My life talking to the lady on the interview. She just basically said, do you like to draw every day? Just basic, simple things that she knew I would do in my degree program. Mm. Man, threw me in the, in the course, man. Couple general education courses, probably six months. And after that, you just doing flat out work, bro. Mm. And it's not like a normal college. The whole time I felt like an internship, you know? Everything we did, it felt like they held you uh, as if they were the client or like, you know, the teacher and the mm-hmm. teachers are in the field. You know, they do have, you know, jobs that's kind of like connected. Yeah. And they kind of do teaching on the side, mm-hmm. you know, so you kind of messing with professionals and they kind of teaching you the right way. So it's like me being down there and not knowing nothing. I absorbed a lot. bro. just sitting there and 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 front row like growing up i never really paid attention to shit you know i just doodled and you know that was my business you know i smoke a little sound going to class just being my book drawing bro niggas look back like bro you drawing that shit like is you drawing like like niggas i mean that's just how it started for real enough people just you know you could draw i was like i can like you know so that's kind of how that went and when I went to Full Sail, they kind of pushed out my style. So and that's when I felt like that was, you know, that's how they kind of contributed the best for me, for real. So two years, fast forward, 2018, mm-hmm. what would you say is the creative style? Mm. For artists that know art, you know, that know art forms, I would say my style is kind of a... a, a toss between new school and surrealism. Um, uh, also got a little Art Nouveau with me a little bit. Um, 
Man, my styles, man, I got so many different styles, you know what I'm saying? Like we say, I am a group, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When you it's say just, uh, surrealism, just yeah. to talk, what do, like, for someone who may not know what that is, like, what does that entail? Like, what could they picture to be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so surrealism is kind of realism. It's kind of detailed to the point where you know the features for what they actually are, but they are exaggerated beyond the the point normal of perception you, normal perception gotcha, so gotcha. now we getting in the kind of three eyes but a real portrait of you you know what i mean now we getting into your skin being blue now we getting into uh you with wings you know now we getting into kind of like an abstract of the back of your head kind of turning the pipes and you know rust like and like different that. things like that you know what i mean so i always you know, that kind of goes back to the creative and the innovative part because I always wanted to separate my art from a lot of different people. artists mm-hmm. and people. So, mm-hmm. uh, the tattoos, um, since you're an artist, you mm-hmm. do your tattoos. I'm just curious as to sort of tattoo yeah, stories. How long does it take you? Because I remember one time you were supposed to come recording, you were in a six hour session, I believe. <laughs> yeah, brother. A six hour session. Like, so what does, what is the tattoo <laughs> game like? Like, what are your tattoo sessions like? How is that? So, when I'm tattooing, man, um, I normally charge by the hour. I mm-hmm. go by the hour a lot. Really? But uh, a lot of my work, a lot of clients, uh, don't know a lot of discounts come in bulk order you know mm-hmm. you get a lot of discounts in costco price you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. a lot of people kind of i think that makes more sense to people when you put it like that it does you know what i mean people kind of come at you wanting deals and you know that's kind of you know you, you got to know people you know what i mean but for the most part um six seven hour sessions man that's just me and the client rocking out for real. Um, I still do two hour sessions, one hour sessions, you know what I mean? But uh, I try to stay booked as much as possible. Tattooing opened a lot of doors for me, you know, that get the, the bills paid for real, you know what I mean? So that still allows me to be creative. So without tattooing, man, I honestly don't, I can't tell you where I'd be right now, you know what I mean? And people don't know that was like the first medium I actually picked up that was like almost profitable for me, for real. So I'm guessing you started like in your early 20s actually tattooing people? Oh, you graduated like right um, after high school, right? Yeah, I, I started in 12, bro. Yeah, yeah so I you was, were like 18. Uh, what are we in now? I'm about to be 19. Oh, this 18 yeah. right now. Well, I'm 25 right yeah. now. I just turned 25 in September. You know, uh, so what's that? Who's fresh out of high school? I don't even know how long. Yeah, it's about, yeah, about six years. Six, seven years. So from that first tattoo you ever did to yeah, now, brother. what is your sort of progression in your mind as an artist and, like, your skill and capabilities? Uh, man. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. You good? I feel like I grew a lot as an artist, man. Um... I kind of came out really wanting the the natural way of an apprenticeship. Um, Maybe I went to the wrong shop. Maybe I met the wrong guy. But I felt like I met the right guy because he lit a fire under me that still igniting, you know, to right now, until forever, for real. Uh, Met a white man with a mohawk, you know, named Mr. Tattoo, you know. (laughs) I just called the shop in the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Just curious, really wanting some insight on how to start my business, you know what I mean? Or at least know how to tattoo. And uh, 
man, the, the guy just, he just basically looked at me as, you know, I was incapable of doing or consuming whatever he, he was, he was trying to teach through. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I understand my portfolio at the time wasn't what it is now, you know, but the potential was still there. And, I mean, he couldn't see it probably, but he basically told me, come back with an unspeakable number, you know, <laughs> work on this so-and-so for whatever long, just some Coach Carter shit, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> like, I need to do 80,000 yeah. jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah, and then you can come back and do the thousand suicides. <laughs> and then like, when you're done with that, get 50,000. So, yeah, like, yeah. he basically told me, yeah, you ain't no artist, man. Oh, you're not man. an artist. So when you heard that, like, what... How did that like affect you? It man, you yeah, you just said like, bro, you don't know me, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, he basically told me step off this carpet, this the money carpet. You know, mm. you getting tatted, you know, just to, you know. I was younger though. I was younger. You know, I didn't know a lot. Of, I mean, I don't know a lot, uh, like the most now, but I know way more than yeah, what I did when I started. And. Uh, Man, it hurt me, bro. Like, that shit broke me down, bro. I was just coming off a of knee surgery. I knew I ain't want ball no more. Like, I was like, damn, I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that day, I bought me a starter kit. I ain't never looked back, you know? Yeah. I ain't never looked back. I was tatting. Uh, I started tatting vegetables, and then I started tatting. Uh, Pound of Flesh wasn't that in back then. For real, I'm about to go live, y'all. Oh, do you think, I'm about to go live. So I'm I'm curious as to like, do you have a tattoo that you remember that is like, yo, this is my? It's not like uh, not to cut you off, no, no. but like you said, you start time with vegetables. I heard like, cause my uh... that shit do not work, bro. Okay, I was about to ask like <laughs> that, that shit is like, not, not vegetables. <laughs> like an orange peel or something like I that. I mean, some kind of fleshy is cool. Okay. Orange with the flesh is it might be, but. You gonna kinda need something fleshy. Like, I mean, pound of flesh is easy to buy now. It's so easy for people to practice now, bro. They got, you can buy a whole arm, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's actually imitatable for it to be, oh, y'all got what? That's fine. It's actually imitatable that you could kinda feel the gist of tattooing. Mm. So, you know, that shit is, 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 is cool for the new cast to kinda get started with that. But me, um, I knew I wanted to get started kind of early, so I did the pumpkin a couple times, and by the time <laughs> niggas heard I was kickstarting some tattoo shit, I kind of had some, uh, I kind of had some, uh, <laughs> some, some people that wanted to get tatted, but the funniest story about getting tatted and, and starting, uh, I had a good friend of mine, he was in high school with me, him and a couple other guys had a little kickstart machine there, so. But at this time, I was just in class just doodling. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I wasn't really doing nothing serious. But my ink game was crazy. Like, my doodles got shading. I'm cross-hatching. Like, I'm actually applying artistic things to, like, <laughs> loosely paper and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, my last three sheets and shit. Like, but it's like, after that, they brought the machine to me. And uh, they saw what I could do. So they just called me like after school one day and was like, yeah, uh, bruh, uh, I'm trying to come over there. I'm, I'm trying to get tatted. And I'm just like, what? I ain't never did no tattoo before. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
I was like, I don't even got a tattoo machine. They're like, nah, 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 nah. I ain't even asked you all that. I got the tattoo machine. I got Damn. the tattoo machine. I'm like, how y'all got a tattoo machine and y'all yeah, never t- did no tattoos <laughs> before in y'all life, right? So he like, nah, we've been tattooing, we've been doing names, we've been doing something. Like I'm like, fool, how you going? So I'm like, all right. I, I, I really wanted to try it. So I'm like, all right, just come over my house after school. How many of y'all is it? You know what I mean? So after that, I had worked my nerve up to do it, so I'm like, all right, you think three guys coming with a machine to get tatted, what would they get, right? Like, what would you get if you knew, like, say, for instance, you tatting all of us right now today? Like, what would you think Just we get would like a get? Name or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. My name, my name, birthday, you know what I'm saying? Something humble, a like number. God, God, some hands. Yeah, yeah. something very simple. Some a number, right. man. First cat wanted a whole next sleeve. Uh, my man wanted this whole, like, uh, body armor, like some stomach piece, brother, like blowing up, like planes blowing up the city. <laughs> But this is my first test, so we kind of, you know, talked it down to kind of just throwing <laughs> the word outlaw for another man. And then I did like a slight explosion on somebody's stomach. And then it was like a little bomb with a ticking face on somebody's hand. But after seeing them on their skin, and it was what I drew, like, that was enough fuel, too. That notched me a little further as well, because I felt like that was a milestone for me being my first tattoo and me thinking it was going to be way more complicated than I envisioned. But back to the hand eye thing, you know, it's, it's mind power. You know, I felt as though I kind of draw already. So it's like... Only difference is the canvas. Yeah, you know, and getting used to the kick of the gun and, I mean, the machine and, uh, you know, if you're working with a coil, kind of the vibration and how heavy it is, you know, and dealing with how to stretch the skin, those are all trial and errors, like, down the line. But seeing that, man, that made me just want to hunker down and work on it, you know, and just, uh, you know, try to notch it further each tap by tap. And the next thing you know, my brother getting little names and, you know, I'm posting them and, you know, working sales and... Bro, I really feel like I paid my dues in this tag game. <laughs> like, I was that dude that took anything at one point. You know what I'm saying? Was there a moment you realized, oh, yeah, I'm like, I'm a, t- I'm a tattoo artist. Like, I really does this. This is not just, like, you know, hobby. Like, I, I'm really good. This is professional. I'm about to eat off this. I made it tight. Um, like, I'm really eating. I mean, you could never have uh, complacency of I made it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The grind I mean, will like always just have it. to. No, not saying stop the grind. I mean, like the title wise. Okay. As yeah. an artist, like that's a tattoo artist. Right? Yeah, tattoo that separated artist. me from my mm-hmm. past. Yeah, like instead of being an amateur. Man, like you said, them six, seven hour tattoos, some of them sometimes, you know, that was two in a day. So yeah. putting in that work and them reps, bruh, like, you know, when practice me preparation, bruh, like, I kind of felt as though. My work got better because I sat down on it and I made myself better and I, you know, critiqued myself and, uh, you know, a couple clientele that stuck and uh, you starting to see you got up your prices and, you know, things are not flinching and you start to look back and see that your work kind of speaking for you with referrals. It's a humbling feeling, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, 
the fact that you wake up and you don't even like niggas don't even need to fuck with you like people don't even need your tats you know what I'm saying but people they don't want need it. your art you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so it's like this ain't food it ain't water bro mm-hmm. like it that's a great a, point to make man it's a, it's a, that's, a, that's my thoughts bro that's, it's that's every really... day when I wake up bro it's like you gotta get it because I mean I'm all in brother like I could tell. What I do is what I do, bro. I'm an artist. I'm a visual artist to the T. You know, I'm decorated. You know, I'm licensed. You know, I got my degree in design. You know, my eyes very concentrated. You know what I mean? So, I felt as though taking it to that level kind of separated me from a, a couple other artists just by, you know, just trying to learn my craft in a lot of different ways, too. So, just all that notched me up to feel like I can't do that $50 prayer hand. Mm. You know what I mean? Now I got to put my time limit on about an hour. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm 125, 125 hours. You know what I'm saying? Now I need a hundred deposit up front, you know. Hey, it is but what it is. It used to be I do that twenty five dollar, you know. I you used, had, I like you said, you paid your dues. Yeah, I was tatting on my house, man. I was tatting on my apartment in Florida, bro. Man, in college I was tatting. Man, anybody want to tat? What's the most? What's the most tats you've done in a day, brother? Man, <laughs> I did this tattoo party um, for this guy. He was a grower and shit. It was like a little uh, puff, some shit. Puff and paint, John. Now I wanted a puff and paint because um, I was the only artist there. Goodness. And I ain't. Uh, it was the, oh no, I was the vending. I'm, I'm tripping. I'm burning. They, they <laughs> was just vending. <laughs> but we had something worked out where you know, you buy my print for a KD. You know, so it was a good guy. You know, we was working out together. But after seven, no, from six through, I was tapped. So I set up right around five. Man, I ain't leave there till five in the morning. Damn. I walked out that joint, just me and him. I walk out, bro. People running for the bus to go to work, bro. I'm walking in my car. <laughs> Beat, boy. Beat. I don't even know how many tattoos that was, bro. I know it was over 13, bro. Jeez. I know it was over 13, John. I was banging them. I was the only tattoo artist, too. And the funny part about that, Slim, every tattoo party I did was to that caliber, for real. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, because I took some L's, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I ain't counting the L's right now. I like that. I like that. I'm not counting the L's, because, you know, you got to hear no in this game as an entrepreneur, bro. Because, you know, some of them jokes going to be yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. So, outside of the tattooing as a sort of artist, and um, you talk about, like, you do the murals, you do the paintings, is there something in particular that just makes your heart be like, yo, I really love this, and this is why I do this art? This is why I do this art thing? Um, Like, you try and see what my passion for it, but where yeah, it come like, from? Do you like, um, like... I'm very inspired by a lot of old um, action cartoons growing up. What's um, your favorite? Whew. Not even your favorite. What's the joint that you're like, yo, I can watch that at any time and be like, I fucks with this. Sheesh, bruh. Um, Dragon Ball Z, bruh. Okay. I was about to ask you in the anime. 
I'm not though. Okay. But I low key am because the shit that's considered anime is the shit I like. <laughs> growing up, bro. Same thing. Growing up, we, we, we ain't know, know that, that shit. Was anime. It, no one knew Dragon Ball Z was anime. You know anime. what I'm saying? Niggas yeah. around the way, we Even just like watching cartoons. You can Pokemon, all that Digimon, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z. So that's endless Jones. I was like, damn, this shit anime. Yeah, I ain't that shit John molded me, crafted me. I was tracing Pokemon. I was tracing Vegeta. Tracing these niggas, bro. Like these niggas showed me proportion and shape. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? They exaggerated my perspective. Like they got powers and shit. Like, and that way, it's a realism. Yeah, too. bro. Like I'm a slight dreamer on the low, bro. Like I don't really. I mean, complacency cool depending on what you're doing, but. You know, when your mind elaborated, like, I just like to pursue it, bro. You know what I mean? So, growing up, my passion for drawing really started with cartoons. Um, that really opened my my mind to, like, yeah, the creativity. Um, besides that, I probably had a couple good art teachers. I went to one school from... What was that? Kindergarten to eighth grade, bro. And I had the same art teacher the whole time. Like, right. like this was like basically looking at the same teachers every year, bro. <laughs> like they basically raising your ass. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, like yeah. they seeing you from a kindergarten to an eighth. So it's like I kind of start seeing a little potential in my art. Um, a little after third grade, I stayed back in third grade. Um, after that, fool, I feel like that had me one step on everything. Cause that devastated me for real. Mm-hmm. Like that fucked me up. I couldn't even go fool with my friends and shit. So it was like seeing like consequential consequential things early. That kind of made me want that one foot, mm-hmm. that one step forward. Forward, you know what I mean? Everything else I do for real. Um, that 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 kind of started it. That leadership mentality for me, I think, cause. After the first third grade, the second third grade, I had a nun, bruh. And she was cool, but she was stern, bruh. Like, I, I got bomb penmanship because of her. Like, I could write like shit. Like, like that ain't even an attribute, but I've seen some niggas write, bro. And they look like they write with their toes, you feel me? But it's just like little shit like that. Like, you don't know till you older. How you that know, affected you back yeah, then? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm so thankful I stayed back, bro. Because after that, my attention to detail was crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, that shit, I my detail. So, um, after that, I felt like the teachers was trying to help me more and shit within this school community and shit. <laughs> Another being an art teacher. You know what I mean? I showed interest to art. So... Uh, you know, he uh, would grasp me and like kind of help me, you know, with my proportions and you know that shit evolved. And then you know I'm kind of looking forward to art as an elective and shit. So um, that passion kind of started a little early for art. Okay. Um, you're gonna be at the third annual creative showcase by status gang um you were at the last one can you just sort of tell us how you got in connection with them how you got involved with status gang and you know what should we people be expecting when they see you there this year oh man um i always try to incorporate something new 
Um, I try to have at least a few different things off each hat that I could kind of, you know, give off at least once. You know, so I'm gonna try to uh, create a couple paintings. Uh, try to get a couple t-shirt waves going. I'm uh, well, I'm really trying to say that because it's such a tight window, but I am working on a couple uh, and a couple new sick layouts for real. I want to redraw the sick, you know, read a different SICK, you know, kind of giving it a different spin, mm -hmm. new colorway. But I'm actually thinking about doing it on a crew neck, you know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, I kind of want to do, uh, I got a few things I want to bring to the creative showcase. Um, I met Gabe probably like, uh, that probably like two years ago he reached out to me we all got the same mutual friends you know what i mean um somebody nodded him to me my man paul you know they went to school together um mckinley no i didn't think they... temple oh no 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 they know they know malik okay they, they know malik together because gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. malik was uh paul roommate but yeah in college to... yeah so Paul was my neighbor. Okay. Paul was my neighbor. Yeah. Six degrees of separation. Yeah. So um, I also know Rabbi. You know what I mean. Okay. So once they all told me that they were vending at this, you know, event, mm -hmm. that's when Rabbi kind of uh, nodded to, you know, Gabe like, yeah, it's another guy. Cause I was buying supplies from tattoo supplies from Rabbi at that time. And he told me, yeah, it's an event, you know. John like me, another vendor, if you cool with it. And I was just, you know, at that time, I don't even think I ever vended. Yeah, I don't even think I vended at that time. Yeah, I wasn't even vending, bro. I was, I was just selling stuff. Look at that. <laughs> on my Instagram. Yeah, I feel like you know what I mean? Our first John was Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Gabe. Shout out Gabe. Shout out Gabe. Getting niggas out here. Yeah, man. Shout out Gabe. Uh, you know, and his mom. Yo, right. status gang, the whole affiliate. A beautiful yeah, family. The whole stat gang, man. His mom stay buying a shirt or something. She support. They all That's support. That's crazy. They good people, man. Whole family. Yeah, man. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah. Um, you know, coming out was was cool. You know, it kind of keep me uh, on my toes of trying to top myself with making things. You know, it give me like oh, it give me that science fair feeling. Okay. You know what I mean? Like when you gotta finish a project real quick. You know, and when you make your own time and day, it's hard to get that feeling because you know you gotta kind of embed that uh, responsibility in your mind. You know what I mean? Because ain't nobody there to do it for you. You don't force you to be over top you know of you. Mm -hmm. Like everything you buy, you could buy drugs and liquor with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you could buy no nah, for real. That's real right? shit. Because I don't think a lot you of people could buy clothes. You I, could I don't buy, think a lot of people know? take that into account with yeah. how like your sacrifice as a because you're not just an artist, you're an entrepreneur as well. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm my own accountant. I'm my own investor. You know, 
it's a lot of different hats with this damn thing. It's that not you wear. Just, yeah, yeah, it's not just these arts. I put some frames and shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's like some real shit going on. Does uh, your paintings need frames? It's my livelihood, bro. Yeah. Like, this me really trying to, you know, make a way for me and whatever I leave behind. You know what I mean? That's so, shit. I'm 25 now, but I'm gonna be 50. Like, at one point, I hope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't we all? Don't we all? I like how you said like. Um, for your future like this is what you do speaking of that like is there something in art that you like yo I really want to like do and that would be sort of my thing that I give into the world Mm. is there like a canvas you want to draw is there a person you want to tattoo is there or what are those sort of goals and accomplishments man um I always said like moving further with my career I want to kind of retire and be like a, a sculptor Mm. And muralist. When, when you first started this, I was gonna ask you. You talking about the oil? The hand, I was gonna be like, do you do sculptures? Because I find that is the one thing that I don't see like modern yeah. artists do. Yeah, and they and, and, and back in the day, bro, the Sistine Chapel and all that shit. They used to real life say. Uh, they used to real life say sculpting was the ultimate form of art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't real art until it was. Uh, in the 3D form or it's feasible mm-hmm. or in the room with you. That's, that's but that, one thing that that's caught my eye when we did the marketplace with you the first yeah. time. I was just like... Oh, you saw the deer? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Hey, I had a 3D deer jump. <laughs> that and was a real like, taxidermy, though. For real? Yeah, I painted it. That's vicious. Yeah, that was a, that's a real deer, bro. Somebody gave you that jump to me. I had it in the house in my room, bro. <laughs> just cool. Hold on, hold on. I just want to know what, how, what the conversation is when someone says, hey, hey I they, have a deer for you. We liquidated our house. A dead, a dead deer. They know I like, I mean, not even the fact that, I mean... I mean, I liked it, fool. I mean, <laughs> they they offered it knowing that I would, and it worked. Mm. Like, I did like it, and <laughs> I kept it. And it was in the corner of my room for a while, collecting dust. Nieces and nephews were scared of that job. <laughs> I would be scared yes. of it, too, my guy. I put two fittings on his ass, you know what I'm saying? This one, we had fittings. Niggas wearing fittings, you feel me? That's how long ago I had that deer, bro. Be fried and just wake up. Man, I'm like, oh, about to say, <laughs> damn, dear, where you was coming yeah, from? That shit speak that. different, though. <laughs> so I made that joint a whole different animal for real. That's what's up. Yeah, Hell, where you yeah. flipped that joint? Cause like, stand like how you flipped it don't look like a taxidermy yeah. joint. But like when you see it, it's just like, oh shit, like that's tough. Hell yeah, yeah. but it's like um, I want to do more. 3D objects, more feasible things in the room. I've done a couple sculptures, you know, just in my lifespan, mm. but nothing I feel as though I could do right now, you know, to the capacity where my mind is, okay. that way it's gone. I haven't done a sculpture for real. Okay. I don't want in my life, you know, to mm. say I've done a sculpture, but... But there's more for you to accomplish in sort of that realm. Man, I ain't tapped all the way in yet, no. You trying to get, like, over on the Roman sculpture level type shit? Man. Yeah. Okay. You want to yeah. work with stone or you want to work with clay? I kind of want... No, hold on. I want to work with wood. Like, I want to work with shit. motherfucking, like, linoleum and shit. Like, See what I'm saying? Niggas don't even know what you're talking about. So you don't got to say no homo when you just on a different level like that. You good, yeah. B. You good, B. You know they don't even saying? know what that, that type of wood is. So you, you good money. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, I bet. 
I'm trying to do some different shit, man. I'm trying to shake the game up, man. That's why I'm really patenting this innovation and this, and this shit for real because, like, it's a really imitatable game. Like, mm. it's a really traceable game. Like, a lot of art has been put forward before already to be taken. So, a lot of people don't need to work. Mm. A lot of people, you know, I went to college, man, thinking I had to know how to draw. And being a designer, you don't. Bro, I was probably like three, four people in my class knew how to draw. Not even to the detailed caliber, but to the fact that you're like, oh, that's a dog. (laughs) But it's like, to be a designer, that's what I'm saying. To be a designer, it's not even about how it comes out or how uh, the drawing actually all the way translate with hand. It's more concept. It's more visual. It's more mental, for real, with design. A lot of design is pre-production. 75%. 75%. 25% 75%. 25% is production. You know what I mean? A little other percents for a little other shit you want to incorporate. In. Yeah, yeah. But man, artists gotta be, it, it, it just gotta be uh, pre production. And if you don't feel that way, you're not really approaching it the right way. I don't feel so. Like, you gotta preparate what the fuck you gonna do. It just won't come out the same. It'll come out, but it won't come out fluid. I like that. Um, you talked about like there's a lot of art that's already out there, very traceable. Yeah, but who man. are your inspirations? Because we have to take inspiration from somewhere. So who are the people that you look up to and why you're not trying to basically steal their style, but you're like, wow, that helped me jump off. Yeah, man, it's a lot, bro. Um, to go back, Salvador Dali was kind of the first dude that stuck out to me as an artist. Shout out to the mustache. Yeah, you know, and it kind of fit in to my bracket because that's kind of the, the art form I pursue with surrealism. And they call him the father of surrealism. Yeah, you know, right. And I found that out later. And that was cool. Uh, Frida cool. She what they say she is. You know, she a detailed artist. But I don't think her mind went off. Like, I don't think it was, you know. You don't think she snapped however nigga I don't snap. think she snapped for real. Okay. It was cool, though. It was cool to be a part of her, you know, I guess. But bringing it forward, I think uh, niggas like so Aaron like Magruder. I think freedom more so like a revolutionary type thing. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, like, a little feminine, a little, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool, though. It's cool to see, you know, it's a part of art. Um, you said Aaron Magruder? yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with Aaron Magruder because Boondocks kind of, I think that's still my, like... Favorite show. Yeah, fool, like... I mean, I got a lot of favorites, but mm-hmm. that has got to be, like... Up there. Yeah, without a doubt, man. That's, that's got to be, like... That was, like, the Black Simpsons. In yeah, job, going back right? to when you said something that, you know, if you could watch anything, mm-hmm. and, yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of them, along with Dragon Ball Z, along with, like, some X-Men shit or, like, some... You know, mm-hmm. Marvel was real heavy in my life. Okay. Marvel was real heavy. Did I you read to... comics or you just watched it? You got hit to them through the TV shows yeah. and shit. Uh, I would buy comics just to see the graphics, bro. Okay. Wow, so you really didn't care about like storylines and shit. You just sort of Man, wanted to see the actual drawing. portrayed the words and shit. And the storyline is the visuals, too. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a good point. That's a very good point. You know what I mean? That's so when you point. see something catch your eye, you're like, all right, let me see what the fuck going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's even the thing about Marvel. Like, you yeah. gotta pay attention to and that's kind of how shit on. was driving with me with comics. I wasn't 
that nigga looking forward for the novelty part of it. Okay. That's what I'm saying. There's people who I think look for comics as yeah. like they they know it like this, yeah. print, this and there's and people who like the visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and y'all know me like I'm just I'm a visual artist anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, visual things catch my eye like like I'm I'm really paying attention to a lot of things out here. You know what I'm saying? Like things that just Catch my eye like bells and whistles, bro. Like I can't help but to look at shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's like, in a whole different form, though. Like not even on no stern. Like I'm really like a, like a scanner, bro. Like my shit work work crazy. <laughs> One of my last questions. I don't know. Let's move that some more. How is it being a black male? And with this industry, to me, always from the outside looking in, it seems like there's not a lot of black people in general. Mm-hmm. How does that, how does your sort of, your your past, your history, your inclinations work in this sort of field? That's like the initial response he got from the dude he was trying to get. Yeah, I mean, that's probably telling. Mr. But Tattoo. Mr. Tattoo. Yeah, but man. I mean, is, it, is, that, the, is yeah. that the the norm or is it, you know, was that, you know, an outlier? How does, you know, for uh, you, for I mean, I, I mean, my look isn't uh, Basquiat. My look isn't like if you look mm. at me, you wouldn't even know I draw, bro. That's yeah, a good point. If you can't see my tattoos, you don't even think I'm a tattoo artist because my neck, my hands, I have one sleeve, I have some, my chest tatted, my back not tatted, my stomach not tatted. Like, there's a lot of tattoos. I still got. Yeah, I work every day though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even. I mean, I, I'm gonna get them. You know, I ain't no rush to get yatted like that, but. It's just like my appearance isn't one of an artist, so I kind of get read different, you know. Um, I think I kind of get read like the young weed smoker that. Uh, you smell like good weed when you came in. Just I mean, smell. I smell like weed everywhere. Smell like good weed. Like, yeah, not, not not weed, but good weed. I just want to put that out there. Right, nigga smoking probably. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. And I, I mean, I smoke. <laughs> I smoke, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it's, that's just what it's gonna be. And that's just what I do. So I like that because we was at the status game, John. I seen you step off to go get smacked, and I was just yeah, like, oh, it's, it's safe I mean, for me to go step off. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, brother. Like, <laughs> that's just what I do. That don't alter how I feel about oh, yeah. anybody. That don't alter how my Your work ethic. My work ethic. Yeah. That don't alter none of that, bro. That don't make me this nigga that's about to shake you down, talk to you different, or don't know where you coming from, mm-hmm. or you know. Come off as this hood ass nigga that don't know nothing about no culture, no yeah. shits. I'll just be fried. Yeah. I'm a tall, light skinned nigga with a fade and tattoos, <laughs> bruh. And smell like weed. So, I mean, to a book, that kind of look like, oh, he just another nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, bruh, like, kind of when you get down and kind of like really know where the fuck I'm coming from with certain things. Mm-hmm. My capacity is beyond me sometimes. Okay. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm ahead of myself. And then that's where the sick come from with anxiety because I'm sick for success. Like, I'm sick for, like, me wanting better for myself. You know, driving myself to, like, feel the anxiety of the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, wanting it that bad. You know what I'm saying? Wanting to be to a point where I'm comfortable and, you know, kind of employ others and kind of fall back a little bit, not work every day, all day. You know what I'm saying? So, sick come from a lot, bro. It could be spiritual, physical, and mental, bro. You know what I mean? So, sick, man, it's a lot to come from this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm just getting started, for real. I definitely feel like I'm just getting started. But, you know, as a black man in this field, mm-hmm. we are limited, bro. 
We are limited. So that's why, you know, they see me as that, keep seeing me as that, because I'm going to keep smoking my weed. Sometimes I don't even know I smell like weed, you know, because I be forgetting sometimes, whole time. But that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to change that. Nope. And you should have to. And, just, I'm, not, and I'm not about to change just that. Just to please you know a bunch saying? of people I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a black man smoking. Don't be scared. <laughs> you know, don't be scared. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, bro. That's how I feel as a black man in my industry. Okay. I don't need to put on overalls and a fucking little French hat and shit. No, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate when you said I don't look like Bosque. Yeah, because I, I fuck with a lot of, you know, like, I'm not really crazy yeah. into art. But, you know, I know Bosque. I yeah. know a few artists. And, like, he definitely has a particular look that yeah, seems like. Yeah, they got that art look that they like. I don't, bro. I just like shit I like sometimes. Yeah. just like to get fly. You feel me? You know? And now I'm just I making, I'm making my own clothes that. now. Good, so man. I appreciate that. I'm getting now, fired with my own yeah, shit. Yeah, so now that's the level I'm trying to get to. Like, I'm trying to cut middlemans. I was talking to my, my coworker the other day. Me and my uh, me and my man, we investing in a little shop together. Uh, he got DIY on his neck. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to cutting that shit down and was just talking about, well, a nigga built this table. Well, nigga made this microphone. You could be that nigga. You know what I'm saying? You could be that motherfucker who made this cell phone. You could be that guy who made this sticker. Not the design, but the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like the so it's like, the yeah, cutting that middle man, bro. Cutting that middle man. And just really hunkering down and being that boss all the way to the fullest potential of what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, I, I love it. Um, I what? got one more question though. Go for it. Yeah. You was going back to like you said, like this is a real traceable game, imitated game. Yeah. Uh, has anybody ever stolen your artwork and posted it as their own? <laughs> it happens, bro. <laughs> okay. That shit don't even phase me. Some bro. black okay. and crucial. That's some shit you gotta live with. You know well, what nah, I'm I knew about that shit before I seen it on there. <laughs> but <laughs> then, like, cause man, it, happened to it actually happened. Ah. Man, the first time it happened, I was in my feelings because I was a Kickstarter artist. I was just getting started trying to show every design I made to the world. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, somebody pointed it out to me. Somebody pointed it out to me. It was like, didn't you draw this? Um, <laughs> this dude posting it. <laughs> I'm saying he drew it and he about to do it or like some tattoo you know what I'm saying like he's saying I drew this who next you know what I mean it was one of them type things kind of when Instagram kind of first kicked off Mm -hmm. in a real like spammy type of like they probably just made screenshot or some shit like I think that's around that time but damn like, we remember when screenshots happen, fool. You know what <laughs> Like, where this is... You know what I mean? We've been in this life thing a long time Screenshots is just, like, gonna just be as it is for the next kids to come. They that just think true. that's just supposed to be a feature, bro. Like, <laughs> that is real shit. Like, we coming from a whole different era with shit now. But kids don't even remember numbers no more. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, bro. I got a whole like top eight numbers I could hit if <laughs> it gets down to some shit. <laughs> like I know a good eight numbers that'll never break. <laughs> For real talk. That's real shit. Um, last but not least for me, what is in the future? What is in store for Nick Creative for the sick brand? What can we be expecting? Just what what's what's going on? Um Man, we're going to vibrate on a way higher frequency now, brother. Um, I want to finish more original paintings. I want to give, like, for instance, have enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. Even though I know 
Um, a lot of people don't understand paint pricing. I want to, you know, I will dummy my work down just to give it to y'all. And that's why I want to be at why I saying I want to make more originals so that don't hurt me. You know what I mean? Giving away my kids. That's how I feel about my paintings. Like, I feel like they my kids, bro. Like, not that I ever sell my kids. <laughs> but it's the adoption of it. You know what I'm saying? It's the Like someone taking your ideas, your mind. Yeah, you know, bro. It's the feeling, the process. That time you put in. And all they see is the final. And it's like, damn, you don't understand. How many births I You don't through. understand. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I've been kind of holding, you know, uh, Originals for people who kind of understand the process, mm-hmm. who understand art. Period. So, I just want to make that more expendable now. I think I got to the point where I'm alright. So, I want to give back art more. Like I want to kind of give it away more. Like just probably raffle it, hide it, okay. some shit like that. You know, just some some fun artsy shit. <clears throat> if someone wants to get in contact with you for painting, tattoos, any any of your work, yeah. please let them know here how they can get in contact with you. Man, you can hit me on uh, Instagram. It's my, my main handle, for real. Um, I do got all the rest, but Instagram at NickSick uh, underscore creative design. You can hit me there. Um, check out everything, my gallery. You know, I do a lot, man. So just holler at me. Check me out, man. Book a tattoo. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank Nick Creative coming through. Sick brand. Make sure y'all follow up on that. Get them on Instagram. Yes, Where sir. else you say they can get at you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, I think. <laughs> and Facebook. <laughs> I don't got a Snapchat. <laughs> My man's but, really working out here. He ain't yeah, got time for, I mean, for the place. That's why I say Instagram yeah. is the main floor. I put it all on one river, bro. Yeah, thanks, God, for having me, man. Alrighty. 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 And it don't 